The line between the arcane, the calculated, and the natural is less of a border and more of a series of interconnected channels. There are distinctions in practice, of course, but all things are fundamentally related. The ability to manipulate the flow of energy spans all of these disciplines. There are also immutable rules by which all things are bound. This universe is playing out a zero-sum game. All things that are given are taken from elsewhere. While the hallowed traditions of the arcane vary the world over, and the disciplines they divide their understanding into are even more numerous, arcane practices are reliant on culture, shared histories, and how closely magic study intertwines with nature and science, though there are general categorizations that all forms of magic are said to belong. The delineations between the forms mirroring the nature of magic and the world itself are also a series of interwoven channels. There is overlap and bleed. Clarity is drawn from the acceptance of this imprecision. The first school of magic we will discuss is physical. It concerns the manipulation and exchange of the physical properties of matter. Transmuting ash into gold is an act of physical magic. Drawing poison from a wound is an act of physical magic. Physical magic often includes things that can be perceived directly with the senses, not just the senses of the person practicing or receiving the magic, but the sense of the world and of the titans themselves. It is one of the most commonly referenced, encountered, and practiced disciplines. Depending on the nature of their casting and the generated effect, illusions can be physical magic. Often, physical and temporal magic are interrelated as the nature of several magical effects draw from both. Temporal magic, specifically, concerns bending the general qualities of space and time. Teleportation is a temporal magic. Time travel is, somewhat obviously, also a temporal magic. Summoning creatures relies on temporal magic as they are pulled from one place to another. While traces of temporality are found throughout all the other forms, intense devotion to understanding what binds the fabric of reality together promises incredible power with unpredictable consequences and very high risks. Though many have a basic understanding of its principles insofar as they are helpful for general spellcasting, Due to the highly volatile nature of large-scale temporal shifts, such as teleporting large, unknown, or unseen distances, going back in time and changing the past, it is rare to find mortals with mastery of the form. Emotional magic is less often practiced for different reasons, as it involves the manipulation of so-called fated qualities which presents some ethical dilemmas. Faded qualities concern things like the will and the mind. Speaking into the mind of another is an emotional magic. Calling a soul from beyond back to its body is an emotional magic. There are those who use such magic to alter their own abilities, granting themselves silver tongues and sharp wit. 
Others may change memories, charm hearts, change minds. There is a great capacity, regardless of intent, for good and evil within emotional magic, that if not balanced by the practitioners, will be balanced by the universe itself. The last area of magical study is contractual magic, perhaps the least well-known among non-mages. Similar to emotional magic, contractual magic is connected to fated qualities, but directly concerns the binding of fates themselves, the balancing of scales. Summoning a demon to fight can be an act of temporal or even physical magic, but the nature of how the demon is called, from where, how long it stays, how it feels, what it knows, what happens when it dies, where it goes, all of those things and more are inscribed in some unspoken contract within the universe. The creation and discovery of runes, sigils, magic words, and components are due to those who have studied this form. While contractual magic is most often put to practical use in the literal creation of magically binding contracts, a deep understanding allows practitioners to develop spells out of impulses, to modify and improve the methodology that others use to interpret their magical domains. In some cases, to influence the spell of another as it is being cast, or at its peak, reworking the nature of how a given spell operates regardless of who casts it. Wielding contractual magic is like using a needle to rework a tapestry, one thread at a time. These four areas are the underpinning of magical study throughout the anchored lands and the plains beyond. They are the building blocks of all spells and magical effects, and their understanding shapes all disciplines, both arcane and mundane. Even divine magic is filtered through this lens, though it comes from a different font. Where the arcane becomes the calculated, and where the calculated becomes the natural, is a topic for another discussion. But know that as energy cannot be created, it is thus forever flowing in, out, and through its many forms. <laughs>